Hi everybody, this is Mo Class. Should I really take my name? It's my blog and it's uh, I don't need to really say who I am, right? So uh, it's fun. It's, uh, I'm back at it again. I don't know, it's the fourth, fifth. I don't know which, uh, which blog piece this is, but it's exciting to be doing this. And uh, for those two and a half people who really listen to me, thank you again. Why I say two and a half is because... Uh, I have two people who say that they listen to me uh, and they find me, they find me crazy. Fine. Okay. And the other half who knows that I, I uh, do this, but has never made an attempt or, you know, kind of even try to listen to me. Uh, so that's why I say two and a half, because I know two and a half people really know about what I'm doing. Uh, and two of them already think I'm crazy, but whatever. So, uh, yeah, so back at it again. And uh, I have a few things that I'm going to talk about. And, you know, I just want to tell you that when I'm really uh, writing or whether I'm really talking, I don't really have anything in front of me. I don't really prepare really hard. I just think about topics. Like I just have a few topics that, you know, um, that really I, I like I, I want to talk about and maybe... Um, uh, that's that that's all that I do now uh right now at the moment I was thinking of um since you know we we all talking about you know moving from one place to another you know moving cities like you know say for instance you're moving from one city to another from one state to another in the same country so what exactly do you have to learn you know before moving uh from one city to the other one state to another state like the basic thing that you, things that you got to learn are you know basically a little of culture culture would not be completely different like um it's almost the same but you have uh you got to learn a little bit about you know uh the people the culture the getting arounds you know of that particular place so that's what happens when you're moving from one state to another state in the same country or one city to another city in the same country uh, so that's a basic uh, that's the that's basically what you really need to know but when you're moving from one country to another maybe for a few years or even even for 6 months or at least 3 even 3 months you know you got to learn it's so important to really be able to learn about um, not only the culture not only about the religion or the race in that particular uh, country but it's also so important to know about the politics about the social uh, affairs 
um, you know, we call it the the pest. That is a P P for political, E for economic, uh, S is for social, and T is for technology. Technology. So it's basically it's so important to be able to. It's so important to know these affairs. when you're moving from one country to another because there is a difference you know and uh, like for example when i was moving or when i moved for whatever you know however long that's going to be uh it was important for me to really understand you know the politics the social affairs uh the economics and the uh, the culture the race religion of the united states of america because you know when you're in another country uh, now America is a very global nation like people all over the world know it know about this country but what we really know is we uh, we know Hollywood uh we know the music that the United States makes uh we know a few people like you know few politicians who really make news because of foreign relations between uh the two nations like India and the United States which has been happening for a long time so we recognize those figures we uh, uh we hear a lot about uh the east coast actually basically new york and you know california bit uh so that's that's all that we know you know it's not that we don't know anything about the united states when you're outside the nation but it's not it's not full now so i had to do that i i wanted to i wanted to kind of you know understand So what's the race relations in America? You know, what what is the pest all about? I mean, the the political, the economics and the social and technological technological aspects of the United States and I don't know what to do, you know. I was like, "Oh my god, now what am I going to do? I'm going to watch news because news again is very biased. You have uh you had uh, different media organizations who are either left, some of them are right. uh some of them favor democrats some of them favor the republicans so um so i was kind of you know looking around and uh really wanted to get a know how and you know understand the the roots of the united states so i started watching uh, i actually started watching john stewart for a while and i used to watch his 30 minutes show that happened the daily show which happened for 30 minutes ran for 30 minutes monday through Thursday. I said let me, you know, let me do this like let me watch this guy because he's really funny and he's pretty intelligent because you know, uh there's there's a there's a talent to a person who can really talk about important issues, uh important issues uh by making it funny, you know. Although John Stewart the Daily Show called their shows fake news, there was nothing fake about it. Everything was real. It was what was happening uh around uh, around the nation and around the world and um, so i really want to thank john stewart for be you know for being that first person who really helped me get an understanding about uh the politics and the social affairs of the united states and um, that was really good because and it was not biased i mean he took on he took on people uh from both parties or from from all part, from from every you know every political party that the united states ever has so uh so that was exciting especially and he also talked about race and social affairs um the united states so i got an understanding because of that i'm really thankful about for john stewart at the same time is to read 
the newspaper and uh, so i could connect you know there was a kind of a connection and that helped me really get my my base my basic understanding of politics in the united states really i won't say strong but i got an understanding of what's happening out here and you know uh what exactly it is so this was one part of uh, my understanding and my learning uh the second part was race in america i wanted to learn about the culture i wanted to learn about religion and you know uh what are the beliefs here etc so uh for that surprisingly again comedy uh i started listening to chapelle dave chip chapelle and uh, uh that guy uh, you know he really gave me an understanding about the other side the other aspect of the united states which i'll tell you i've never heard about we never at least no i i don't think any nation around the world really got exposed to that fact you got to be you got to be here you got to be you got to be here to be able to experience it you know like you got to use i believe at least i feel i've learned a lot about the united states just by using public transportation because that's where you'll find the real people you know uh the middle the middle class people the the poor the the people from all class back classes background religion from different cultures that's where you'll find them and um dave chapel i mean um his shows oh my god are funny uh, he the guy is, is brilliant he 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 just knows he's he's had a lot of experiences i believe i that's how you know you learn when you really have those experiences which take you from the bottom and lift you to the top that's the experience that the guy really has and he taught me a lot about race uh, race and culture in america that is um you know um and it was again very enlightening it taught me a lot and this guy uh, you know both john stewart chapel they were not known figures internationally like you know if you ask anybody today in india you know they say we don't know them or maybe because they follow them now but uh, not really you know they're not really popular figures but when i came here uh, and got exposed to their uh, you know their way and the way the way they communicate it's brilliant so um except for chapel you know he had a, uh, in all his i i watch most of his specials uh because uh, i didn't watch the recent one because i believe he's a little changed right now in his in his uh in his content the jokes are a little different from when he really started off because i've watched all his the old ones actually very recently um all of you must have really watched all his specials you know when they really came out but i watched them like 15 years later you know like right now i watched his uh 2000 and you know uh 2000 you know in the year 2000 when he released those specials i watched them right now so there's a huge difference and um uh, uh and they're still relevant you know uh they're still relevant today which is brilliant like you know something that he had done 15 to 20 years back i watched them like very recently two years back and uh this so relevant that it's amazing that this guy has so much of content and knowledge about you know uh the in and out of the united states but of course i would really say that i haven't watched his recent ones because uh i watched like 15 minutes of it and i find there's a change in the way he kind of uh 
maybe because he's you know he's grown he's he's different he's not he's not starting off maybe that's the reason but it's different so i like his old content very much at the same time you know he he talks about um, rick james bitch <laughs> and i was like uh, he always you know in most of his specials he talks about this i'm rick james bitch and i was like what the hell like you know what the hell is this because then i realized i had to google that and uh and then i realized that you know chappelle had his own show and which i've never watched i've not watched a single show and most of the united states i think they know chappelle by that show and then he started comedy i'm not really sure about the past but um but on googling i realized that yeah i'm rick james bitch is is something that he said in the in those shows and which is pretty exciting uh so yeah you know when i uh, so just a little bit about how i really kind of understood uh, or learned about uh about the culture here and the politics here and the race religion and social affairs that's how i started and i watched a lot of comedy in india uh because i, I really enjoy uh, when people talk about real things in a very funny way by making a joke out of it because that's how I am you know even when I'm teaching someone or I'm kind of speaking to someone I try to use I try to be funny because it's really boring you know if you're just kind of talking all serious and uh you know throwing your weight around it doesn't really work nothing goes into people's head heads so uh that's what um uh so you know talking about comedy um I've been out I've kind of the only people I actually follow are comedians, you know, on Instagram at least. Uh and uh, because it, it's great. I watch a lot of comedy not because not because, you know, um I, I'm going through the same thing that this comedians are talking about, but it, it's it's nice, you know. It's nice to know about how each one really uh, the experiences and you know how they uh, what are the problems that they really go through. there's there's a slight connection you know and uh, that's what i really like about uh, american comedy um but i would definitely say that there are some comedians that i do watch and um uh, there's a difference between uh, you know comedians who come from new york and comedians who really come from uh la and I w- you know the new yorkers are basically hey you know uh, uh they talk about they talk about their very they they're very human stories you know they stories about you know seeing a pile of shit on uh, on on a train uh, you know uh because someone uh someone kind of just did the job there or they talk about their subway experiences they talk about the bus experiences they talk about you know very very common man kind of uh, stuff but if you look at the la comedians they are mostly you know they talk about their trip uh, trip to hawaii or they talk about the trip uh, they play you know when they went to a beach and that happened or uh, when they met uh, uh, you know whatever you know it's it's kind of that there's a little there's it's a lot of high five talk it's a lot of you know rich people's talk i would say definitely and that's what i've been observing uh besides that there are a lot of comedians also who sexualize content and that's crazy you know you can't uh, like you know talking about uh talking about every every content is about uh it's all it's all sexualized it's it's talking about penises vaginas and uh, pussies and all that crap you know at least i find it crap maybe it works for a few people i'm not saying 
uh, these comedians are not doing the right thing or anything. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is it just doesn't suit my palate because each one has their own tastes. And, uh, uh, and it's not because, oh, my God, it's, you know, it's not because we should, uh, uh, you know, it's something that uh, it, it's something that we shouldn't be talking about. I'm not saying that. You can talk about it, but some people's entire content, maybe the one-hour special, an hour special that they have, or uh, anything that they do is only, everything is sexualized, you know, and that's not needed because, you know what, everyone has a sexual organ. Everyone has one, everyone listening to you, they either have a penis or they either have a vagina. So why talk about something where that everybody has? You know, we know what happens with that. We know, we know how that thing works. So, you know, why really talk about it? It's, it's boring, at least to me. That's what I feel. But I may be wrong. I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But, uh, yeah, so talking about comedy, that's my biggest pastime. I love watching it uh, because uh, the only reason I do it is because uh, because of the learning experience. I really... You know, I'm a lifelong learner. That's what I keep telling people. If you, you, you know, I really stick, I'll stick around if I'm learning something. And that's uh, what keeps me going, basically. Um, talking about um, what else would I want to talk about? I want to talk about the democratic debate that happened. Of course, I have no say in whatever's happening in politics here. But I was watching it. I watched both uh, part one and part two of the democratic debate. And... Uh, I didn't really find anything exciting. Only thing I just wanted to tell the moderators, like, hey, moderators, what the are you doing? What are you doing? You know, all I could see is on stage, you have those those many people circle around. They're talking, they're talking shit. I mean, not talking shit. Exactly. They're talking about, they're talking about politics and, you know, how they could change, uh, change the policies, which is good for all of us. But what I'm saying is, you know, hey, moderators, what were they doing? They were just kind of, uh, you know, kind of, they were gaslighting, I would say, basically. All they were doing is gaslighting. That is, uh, uh, you know, they threw a pitch and they said, hey, Joe Biden, uh, tell me, what do you think about it? Okay, Kamala Harris, tell me, what do you think about Joe Biden's uh, um, uh, pitch or, you know, his message? And then they were just kind of, you know, gaslighting uh, candidates against each other. But hey, moderators, all these candidates standing on stage are from one single political party. And they all need to have one common agenda. Maybe the way they kind of, uh, the, 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 the policies, uh, the way they kind of roll those, that agenda could be different. You could have different uh, but the basic goal of the entire party must be the same. So you stop gaslighting. And that's what really caught me. Uh, I don't want to talk about who these moderators were and from which uh, media organization they were from. But I think it was crazy. And that's what really turned me off. And as I said, you know, Mr. Joe Biden, uh, he carries a lot of past baggage uh, with him. And that's what happens when you do one job when you do the same job that is you're in politics for more than 30 decades, that's what happens. You carry a lot of baggage with you and no matter what, you just can't progress. You just, 
you know, all those things that you did in the past, they really come out. Maybe you didn't do it. Maybe your, your boss did it or whatever, you know, it just comes out. And that's how it really plays, uh, plays out. And that's what's going to happen to Joe Biden. I don't know about Mr. Joe Biden. I don't know about how it's going to really work out. But if you ask me who really excited me, it was Marianne Anderson, not Anderson, uh, Williamson, I think. Yeah, Marianne Williamson, the crystal lady. I mean, she was really brilliant. I think she was, she was pretty funny, and um, uh, uh, and you know what? I, I kind of uh, and she was the most Google searched person after that uh, after the debates, and even I searched uh, for her, and I was you know I kind of wanted to understand where she got the spirituality from, and uh, she talks in that way, which is so you know. It's so different, you know. It makes you feel good. Like people go to go to therapists. I've never, I've never had a therapist. I never went to a therapist. I never felt the need because, not that I don't have issues. I do have issues. You know, we we all go through stuff. But at the same time, I just find it really odd, you know, going to a stranger and asking, okay, uh, asking some a stranger to really resolve all your problems that you have, your issues or your behaviors, or how to tackle a particular issue. I think it's some completely insane. But of course, I've heard that it really works for some people. So good for you. But I was looking, I was, uh, look, I searched for Marianne Williamson and I actually found out that she named her daughter, I think she has just one daughter, only daughter, India. <laughs> and like from that, I was like, yeah, you know, that is where she gets her spiritual talk from. Because India is, I'm not saying India is all about yoga, or Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, or Buddhism, or Christianity, or Sufi tradition. I'm not saying India is all about all that, because it, people in India are too busy doing other things. But at the same time, spirituality, you know, it came out, it is the it came from India, basically. That's that's the that's the base, and uh, yeah. So I think definitely, you know, she's uh, she's inspired. Uh, she's got a little spirituality talk and discussions from India because she named her daughter India. I I, I just assume that that's the reason, but I'm not really sure. Her yada 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 politics. I love that about her. Yeah, she's great. She's great. She's she's pretty. She's a great. Uh, a person and yeah so talking about therapist if you if i have to really go to any therapist if i have to ever go i think she's the she's the person that i'll definitely go to uh because she's something yeah she's funny she's pretty she's she's a funny person so uh that's what i would definitely do and i want to talk about uh, besides that, yeah, what else did I want to, uh, I, well, this was an update actually, uh, yeah, a few days back on Twitter, I, uh, there was this update about, about Mars, you know, we were talking about, I was talking about actually, uh, about going to Mars and how Mars is lighter than Earth and how the gravity, uh, the gravity on Mars is only 30% that of Earth. Uh, and you know how it's just impossible for us to really be able to survive on Mars because we're all exploring Mars and you know we'll be kind of trying to populate the planet but with less oxygen and less gravity like how are we going to do it because it's just impossible we'll have to wear a space suit there but then a few days back some researchers have discovered have discovered a cryogenic, right? A cryogenic that is cyanobacteria. They call that's what they call the bacteria. 
Now, this bacteria is uh, can can survive in any kind of climates. That's what they found in India. Like you know, they kept uh, these they kind of incubated or whatever these bacteria in different kind of uh, in different kind of weathers and different cloud climates, and they found that it could survive even the harshest kind of. Uh, and I think that's why it got the name cyanobacteria because it is uh, it can fight kind of any kind of uh, uh, cold climates, and that's what Mars Mars is all about because it's 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 really far from the sun. So um, so then what are they trying to do? I'll tell you. This is really funny. So imagine uh, they're going to kind of grow this bacteria in on Earth, and then take it to Mars so that. You know, because why? Because uh, it not only survives the harshest temperatures because, but also because uh, it kind of inhales oxygen, inhales carbon dioxide and exhales oxygen. So all this ex is exhaling of oxygen that is done would be, would be kind of cultured and take, uh, taken on Mars. And then human beings can really finally survive on the oxygen that this bacteria really produces. Can you beat that? Do you think we're ever going to make that happen? Like, oh my God, I just can't trust this uh, whole concept of uh, breathing on the oxygen that some bacteria really kind of uh, produced by exhaling. Uh, it's unbelievable if that's ever going to happen. Believe me, I've done a little microbiology. Uh, I've studied microbiology for a few years, like about three years, I think I majored in microbiology. We used to streak bacteria you know, we had these, uh, uh, to see whether they, we had these, uh, we had these Petri dishes on which we used to, uh, which were, you know, filled with uh, broth, meat broth. So that's where the bacteria and all these uh, organisms, they really grew on. Just give me an example, okay? I've done a little microbiology, I can tell you some, some shit that I did. Okay, so we had these Petri dishes, which were round dishes, which were filled with meat broth, right? And they were hardened, like wax. Uh, so we then streaked bacteria. Say, for instance, it was E. coli, I believe there was one bacteria. So there was E. coli, and we streaked it on the plate, okay? And then uh, we kind of incubated this so that the bacteria could grow on that meat. So the, the bacteria... They uh, they kind of fed on the meat broth and they grew. And the way they appeared in Petri dishes were small boils, like, you know, these heat boils that come on our face. That's how we know that they had grown on the plate after two days, that is 48 hours. So then we took these Petri dishes and uh, we kind of made four holes on them. They're round circle, like, you know, in the, the shape of your uh, palm. We made four holes, like, uh, and then we put penicillin uh penicillin, different antibiotics uh, on on the Petri dish, like in the form of holes, like cylinders. And then we again uh, kept it back in the incubator for 48 hours just to see whether the, bacteri the bacteria could really resist the penicillin or those antibiotics uh, or whether they could grow. So if they could grow, that means they were resistant to any kind of medication. But if they didn't grow, that means... Uh, the the medicine really worked on them. So that's what we did. But look at the number of hours that went into really finding that. It's like 48 hours and then again incubation for 
so it's going to take that what i'm trying to get to is it's going to take so much so many hours and so many days to really produce that little bit that we want imagine people really surviving on uh, mars i don't know whether you understood what i really said but uh but i think it's just impossible you know living on bacteria that is produced by organisms ultimately we'll have to wear those space suits and those oxygen uh what is oxygen tanks or whatever so if you're going to mars good luck to you because i'm not going there no way that i'm going on mars and living there good luck to you okay so that's all that i wanted to talk about today i know it's been a very dull kind of um evening uh today especially with the sad news that happened this morning about the shootings in el paso it's really really sad about what's happening but i don't know what to say because condolences don't really help we need to do something about it and i don't know what is supposed to be done about it because uh uh we just it's sad that you know uh these gun shootings you know they can really transform the life of someone completely completely they just transform the life of somebody um like and their family as well that's the worst thing you know and it's it's a cancer and we need to stop it definitely i don't know how it's supposed to be stopped but imagine going to a mall on a saturday which i've done so many times and then you just go there you're just you know uh just standing there buying looking looking for a good t-shirt or looking for a good trouser whatever and then you get shot like that and you die okay you die but what about those people who are injured what of what about those people who are seriously injured imagine living with injury you know it's crazy anyways i don't know what is to be done about it okay on the last note i just want to say that i've been following two uh doggies on instagram so if you're on instagram look check out for golden retriever samson and the french bulldog gomi g o m i right so uh these two are great guys because they're literally these are these are dogs basically who uh talk with their fans so i am their biggest fan of both these dogs and uh you know whenever i kind of uh, comment about how great they are how cute they are how smart they are they kind of reply so if you are interested and it's it's very surprising how dogs can really you know comment uh, a reply back it's very rare and these two dogs are very special i've not men you know the other accounts of dogs are really not of dogs of people posting their dogs you know it's people really responding but these two dogs samson and gomi uh they're different they respond themselves you know they say thanks whenever i say good things or appreciate their uh, antics uh they reply with a thank you and you know how i make them laugh and things like that so you should follow their accounts they're pretty cute samsung is a cute is cute as shit really a cutie but the french bulldog he is disrespectful like he um he keeps disrespecting his uh, owner and that's what i like about now go the golden retriever samsung is too cute you know and i think i would i am trying i'm trying really hard on instagram trying to make him uh uh trying to tell him that don't be so cute and loyal because that's something that you shouldn't be it's uh, it's stupid to really be so good to your owner you got to show him sometimes 
and I like the French Bulldog because he disrespects his own, um, you know, he's not always like licking his ass. Uh, and that's what I like about the French Bulldog. Uh, you should you should check them out. They're really uh, they're really uh, amazing uh, characters, you know, out there. Um, so that's all that I wanted to talk about. Um, and uh, I hope you kind of had a good time. I didn't want you to have a real good time with what the crap that I talk about or the shit that I talk about. But whatever. Uh, here it is. I think uh, I just play the song. Uh, you know, I, I love the song because life is really ironic. It is really ironic. It's, it never really goes the way you plan. At least for me, it doesn't really work out. But this is good. I love the song. Ironic and. Okay, anyways, uh, thank you so much for listening. If you've been listening, if you're not listening, I don't know. You know, you cannot be not listening while you listen to me, right? So you have to be listening to be able to listen to what I'm saying. So thank you for listening and appreciate it. And uh, take good care of yourself because that's so important. Health is wealth always. And uh, until next time, maybe uh, let's see what you can do the next show. But for now, thank you so much for listening, man. I don't deserve it. Thank you. Bye.